Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone, and especially welcome back to uh, Romaine, who is off for a little bit of uh, personal time before we start really heading into BFCM. We also have Zach from our product team, and I'm Lucas Walker. We are obviously all from Gorgeous, and this is our monthly product webinar and town hall. We're going to be talking about uh, stability and some of the downtime that we've been having and how we're really revamping that up. We're going to be going over some new product updates uh, and as well as our roadmap as we usually do. And then I'm also going to share how you can get an iPhone for free by referring someone to Gorgeous. So thank you everyone who's joining us. Let us know in the chat box where you're watching from, what time zone you're in. Now, it's always fascinating to see where people are from, from around the world. If you have any questions, drop them into the chat box, add them into the uh, the questions below. Uh, we've got Mike from Tampa, we've got Jay, we've got Adriana. Uh, uh, LA, uh, Anne is joining us from Fayetteville, Angela from Mooresville, Ryan in the Eastern Time Zone, we got Arkansas, Tampa, Dr. Diana Carlson from Las Vegas, Nevada, India, we have people all over the world joining us today. Um, so with that note, as we're all trickling in, I'll pass it over to Romaine and Zach, and if you have any questions, put them in the chat box, or even better yet, put them into that questions tab so that I can see them. Uh, if you want us to go over anything, answer in a little bit more detail, I'll be uh, moderating from there. Sylvia, Oakville, Ontario, I'm out in Etobicoke down in Long Branch, closest to uh, to Lucas there. Awesome, Thanks. all right, Romain, Zach, do you want to take it away? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, hello, everybody, thank you so much for, for joining. Um, we It looks like it's gonna be an intimate session, like we didn't send a, a newsletter today, so there's uh, 50 of us uh, chatting today, so we're really excited to uh, see you all, and thank you a lot for joining. And as Lucas said, like we've been very uh, successful in the past um, by having like these product conversations uh, through questions um, on the chat. So really, don't hesitate to ask uh, stuff there. Uh, Zach and I are working on the roadmap for the next quarter, and it's always really, really helpful to get your feedback on this. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, I want to kick it off with uh, stability. So. Um, one, uh, so, so we had some issues, uh, as you probably saw on the on the first cluster. So that impacts about half of our customers, and so um, we've decided to put like a big emphasis on uh, on stability over the next few months before uh, BFCM. Uh, so Black Friday, Cyber Monday uh, coming up uh, later this year, um, and so I wanted to share a little bit like what we are doing. Um, so first of all, like we hired uh, 10 new engineers on the team to uh, work on stability and uh, we built a team that's dedicated to this. So uh, the, the goal is that they're going to QA uh, all the possible uh, um, issues that we can have ahead of time to, uh, to avoid having issues. Uh, here, um, the second thing we are launching next week is uh, on-call duty for engineers worldwide, so which means there's always going to be somebody responding uh, to uh, any potential issue uh, right away. And the last thing that we are introducing is that we are going to do 24-7 support. Uh, right now, it's uh, it's like 16 hours a day, Monday through Friday. Uh, and so if some of you guys have issues during the weekend, uh, we'll also be available. Um, so still aiming for a five-minute response time on, on, the, on all channels. Um, so yeah, we're beefing up the team to, to make sure everything goes well uh, throughout the end of the year. So I wanted to tell you guys about this. Like we obviously like take this very seriously and uh, I want to make sure you're successful throughout the, the holiday season. That's it regarding stability. Uh, so now let's jump into the new stuff. So I've heard Zach has some uh, very nice features to share. 
Yeah. So um, first off, hi, everyone. So good to uh, host one of these again. Um, so I, I'm not sure how many of you are aware, but we just released an update um, about uh, creating internal notes, creating tickets via internal notes. Um, yeah, let us know if those of us who've actually used it, those of us who are interested in it, um, the more that we know from you guys, the best we can tailor it for you. So has anyone, you know, been able to use this? Has, is anyone have any use cases in which this would be valuable? I wanted to kind of walk you through um, why it's important to be able to create an internal note as a, like create a ticket via an internal note. Because in the past, you would have to send an email. You could not use it as the first message in the ticket. So I want to give you guys a little scenario, a little walkthrough of one, how to do it, and two, how that can be useful to your team. So in the past, if you had just started a ticket, you could either reply via email, but this option for leave an internal note would not have been available. So the first thing you have to do is find your customer. So let's look up Zach and Gorgeous. You add your customer to the ticket. And now if you have a macro, for example, um, like for um, mine here would be return request. Um, let me find it, sorry. Da, da, da. Returns. Oops. Well, um, anyways, essentially the idea would be you could say, you can tag a customer, you, I mean, you can tag an agent, so we'll say um, Phil. You can give them a something to do, you know, agent customer asked for a return. And now you've created a new ticket asking, now you've created a new ticket that did not reach out to the customer, but created an internal note. And so that's valuable because what it'll allow you to do is record information about a customer's story. It'll allow you to assign tasks to customers. I know a lot of our, um, a lot of our customers will essentially have, um, a lot of our customers will have one person, for example, who deals with all returns. So what you can do if the customer hasn't reached out, it can allow you to assign tasks to them via Gorgeous, reducing the need to use things like Slack um, and essentially just pulling more and more of these communication apps. Because I know right now, especially as a lot of us are still in this, um, are still in this state of kind of between, um, you know, between quarantine and out of quarantine. And so there's a lot of communication between teams that are in different places. And we wanted to really kind of build the ability to communicate with each other within Gorgeous because the more that you can do within our app, the less you have to jump from page to page, the more you can just focus on your tasks at hand. So this tool is particularly useful for blending kind of the in-person and the online. You know, if you have a good rapport with a customer and you talk to them in person, for example, and you want the next eight, you want someone to reach out to them proactively. You can create an internal a ticket with an internal note saying, at you know agent name, can you reach out to X Y Z, and that will allow you to you know assign tasks, give context. You know if they had a difficult experience, let the agent know so that they can kind of work through that, and it'll overall just create a better experience for your customers because they're going to have access to information that otherwise you'd have to move through other means, or the agent or the agent might just not know. Um, 
So that's creating tickets for internal notes. Um, I, I would love to hear those of us who've used it or have a use case for it. The more we could hear for you guys, the better. Um, yeah. And exactly yeah, I think that can... questions on it. Oh yeah. From the, uh, from the chat, from the chat group. And I'm also going to take this time to, to plug our gorgeous Facebook community where uh, a few members were talking about this as a way to uh, incorporate, whether it's Instagram DMs or another uh, social channel, etc., to put these notes here as an offline channel. So some questions, Zach, from the, yeah. the group. So, um, so the internal note, is that on each case or ticket, for instance, or is it going to the the customer side? So would that be for the customer overall or for each individual interaction? Each individual interaction. So this allows you to create a, you know, essentially create a task for another user um, or share information. So it's specific to the case, because otherwise what you can use is right here, you can see your customer notes and you can add general customer notes, but what we haven't been able to do in the past is create incident specific, you know, and create and the and another thing too is just per, allow proactive kind of communication because otherwise to create a new ticket you'd have to send an email either to the customer or to you know even your own email to actually create the ticket. So this is a much cleaner way to accomplish that task. Um, I, I wanted to respond to a, cu a couple questions in the um, actual uh, questions board, but Mike asked about. Um, or Matthew asked about the um, chat update. And I just wanted to tell you, we're gonna show that a little later. I built a working prototype for you guys to kind of see how it would work in practice. Um, we've kind of completed the design and now we're gonna move on to the actual engineering side. Um, let's see, so are we able to send an email to the customer? So Claudia asked if we're able to send an email um, to the customer directly for Gor from Gorgeous. So Claudia, you can send an email, um, what you could then do is come in and from the same ticket, you can then send another email. So say, hi, I heard you asked for a turn. Return. I'll take care of that. So whereas before you would have had that, you would essentially have to send that message first. Now you can tell the other agent, this is what's going on. This is what we need to do. Does, um, let me know if that answers your question. Um, so, Ryan, so Ray asked, is there any way to implement SLA? Um, I apologize, what is SLA? So the standard uh, service level agreement. So I believe uh, that, um, Ray, would this be for your own stores, uh, SLA? So if you say we respond to um, to everyone with uh, within six business hours, uh, is there is that what you're looking at for your own internal SLA? Um, if you could just give us a little bit more context on on how you're looking to uh, to do that, and then also a couple of questions um, will be shared with that. Um, the update on Instagram DMs uh, remain. I don't know if you want to to take that one as well as Zach. What's the difference between the internal notes and notes? Yeah, I I'd love to answer the question about the difference between internal notes and customer notes, because that is a there is an important difference between the two. So customer notes are um, just associated with the individual customer. So for example, it, it holds, it would be in the same area that your their latest Shopify order would be. So that is not easily accessible to an agent. Um, 
unless they already have a ticket open or they're on the actual customer's um, page. You can't, you can't necessarily assign a note to another agent or flag it and make it readily available so people can you know, be notified of it. So it's really useful for storing like customer information, you know, what, what do you know about the, like what kind of personal things, things that you wanna basically use to get, connect with them on a deeper level. But um, whereas internal notes create new tickets, these internal notes can create new tickets. They're on a ticket by ticket level. So that can allow you to make assigned tasks and kind of flag specific things you want somebody else to see or you context that you want someone to have before they answer a question. Does that, yeah, I think that should answer the question. Let's see. Um, where can you issue? All right. Um, let me see. So Jasmine asked when, leave, when leaving an internal note on the right-hand side, can I leave the note by case or is the note left on the customer's account? So Jasmine, um, like I said, it's on a, internal notes are on a case by case basis, whereas customer notes are on a, um, they stay with the customer's account through multiple tickets. So anytime that customer reaches out, that customer note will be associated with them. So that should be answered live. All right. Let's see. And then a question or really a product uh, request from Trevor. Um, are we going to be adding our own optimized contact forms to use on sites? Ideally, these would include the ability for drop-down menus um, and adding attachments, so photos, uh, et cetera. So Romain, you're this going one. to yeah. answer it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, th thanks for asking. So um, we're going to talk about self-service a little bit at the end of the, the, the webinar. Uh, basically, like. We want to do a better job at uh, asking um, uh, either like helping customers self-serve or asking all of the context before uh, the ticket is created. So this way, the customer says, hey, I have a problem with my order. Agent responds, what problem? Customer responds, uh, shipping problem. Agent responds, uh, OK, what order? Like We want to eliminate all this back and forth. So we are starting with the chat. Uh, and uh, we're going to have a self-serve portal on the chat uh to test this and see how that works and uh, how you guys like it and afterwards like if that works out too uh, well then we want to do a, a self-serve platform which would be a combo between uh what you see with help centers uh and uh what you see for example on amazon where you can actually like do stuff on your order like issue or return uh, directly from there um, so yeah like no eta right now uh first thing is to ship the the chat self-serve like uh probably around october and once we have that, we'll uh, we'll start uh, building that stuff. Um, that being said, I don't want to diverge too much from the the outline. I will have a time for the, the Q and A uh, at the end of the webinar. Um, so Zach, are you good with internal notes? Yeah, I think we're good to go. Okay, awesome. So uh, I want to tell you guys about an upcoming feature, uh, which is view sharing. So I'll go ahead and share my screen. Um, so a little bit of context around the view sharing. Um, so there is, uh, <laughs> I see great news on the chat. Uh, nice. Um, yeah, so a little bit of context around view sharing. Um, they, like a lot of you uh, have multiple teams. So they can be a shipping team, a warehouse team, they can be a English and German team. 
And so you don't necessarily use the same views. We've seen a lot of gorgeous users that have like hundreds or 200s of views, and then it becomes a huge mess because you might create a view just for one-off, and it's only for you, and then everybody else uh, has to see it all the time. Um, and so we found that it creates confusion in the on the left on, on the, the navigation. So what we want to do here is to allow you to uh, share a view with certain people. And so that's uh, going live uh, next week, uh, if not earlier. And so. Um, that's basically what you see on my screen here. So there's going to be a sharing uh, button right there. And so when you click it, you're going to be able to decide if the view is shared with everybody or with only uh, certain people. And so share with everybody would be the same as today. The enthusiasm on the chat <laughs> and uh, Braden. Um, so same as today, the, the, the one that's going to be different is the restricted access when you can decide who's going to see this view. And so uh, you're going to see this menu, like similar to what you see on Google Drive, where you can either select people or teams. And so only the selected people would see this view uh, on the left. Uh, all right, cool. I see it's uh, it's getting popular. Uh, so that's pretty nice. Um, and so yeah, like uh, it's almost done. So we're expecting to uh, add this in the in the coming days. Uh, another thing that we don't have on this webinar, but uh, that I just want to quickly um, mention is that um, the views on the left are like a very long list of many, many things. Uh, so what we are going to introduce as well uh, by the end of the quarter, which means end of September, is to have sections. So there's going to be uh, sections of, uh, like let's say, like all your integrations. Then you can put email, messenger, uh, social. Then you can have uh, tags. And then you can have, uh, for example, like. Um, yeah, like shipping, returns, etc. So this way you can structure your, your sidebar a little bit better. And this way everybody would see the same thing in the, in the sidebar, same order. Uh, and so it looks like that, that's something that has been asked quite a bit. So again, we want to put some uh, some structure inside into the, 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 the nav bar on the left. So hoping this is going to be uh, helpful for you guys. Um, Excellent. Yeah, it doesn't look like there are questions on this. So let's, uh, I'll give you back the stage. Excellent. OK, great. And um, I, I wanted to show you guys. Um, so now is a good time, I think, to transition into uh, self-service. And with that, in particular, I want to show you the designs that we've worked through for our chatbot. I built an interactive prototype so you guys can see what it looks like from both the agent and the customer perspective, how this will work. Um, we're aiming to uh, finish this around September. Um, that's the, the goal from the engineering side and um, push it live. I want to show you kind of what V1 will essentially look like. So as you can see, you open the chatbot opens and it has these panels. Um, essentially, you'll be able to start a conversation, but it, let's say you have an account and you're logged in to your account, you can select one of these options. In this use case, you're not logged in, so you have the ability to log in via email and zip code, billing zip code. And what you'll see first is your last order um, with a couple buttons tracking and reporting issues. These buttons will change based on the situation and some settings that you'll change, but you'll be able to initiate. Customers will be able to initiate refunds, cancellations, not actually going through, but creating very structured, organized tickets for agents to um, for agents to basically be able to deal with the customer without having to grab, you know, 
what order are you talking about? What items would you like to return? And trying to make this um, process as streamlined as possible. So what you can then do is see all orders. And now you'll pull a cumulative list of your orders. It'll be scrollable. You'll be able to see your orders with the specific items, with the specific fulfillments as well. Um, and so I'll walk you through, for example, what it looks like to track an order. So you select track, you'll see this information pulled up. You'll have your tracking number that links to a URL, the shipping address, the status of the order. And what's cool is you'll be able to also report issues from there. So a lot of times what we've seen um, with customers is they'll reach out about an order status and that will transition into a question, you know, a report of, well, it says delivered, but X, Y, Z, you know, I can't find it, or it's been in, you know, in transit for X number of days, what's going on. So what you can then do is select report issue. We've uh, pre-selected a couple of couple different issues based off of what we've seen from customers. If there's any missing that you see often, please let us know in the chat. That's always valuable for us as we kind of make little tweaks and revisions. Um, so I'll, for example, I'm past my expected delivery date. So let's say you select that option. And what it'll do is create a ticket for, it'll like basically pull the customer into chat. So now it creates this structured ticket, which if you look into gorgeous, will appear like this, you know, structured, I'm past my expected delivery date, here's the order number, here's the items in the order, this is the specific fulfillment, this is when the order is placed. And that way the agent doesn't have to play that, you know, essentially phone tag with the customer where they email you and then the agent gets to it, you know, five, 10 minutes later and the customer is already gone. So this stuff's gonna be really valuable to your agents in which they'll be, like the idea is that it'll drive up these essentially one touch tickets, right? The agent gets all the information they need at once, so they can just pull through, answer the question, and get done with that ticket as soon as possible. So if you go back, so and then what will happen is the conversation can continue on here with the agent. So it's a seamless transition from you know self-service portal to agent, creating a per, kind of um, one, two-step delivery to essentially finish these chat tickets. So the other option you have for example is refunds and refunds are going to be different than order tracking because you have to select items you have to choose which items you'd like which ones you don't and so we with this screen for example it'll pull you into a page where you can select the specific item so now you can click select all the request return button becomes available select request a return and boom same thing happens the customer gets the agent gets a ticket it says i want these you know specific items returned and what's also powerful about the return button is you'll be able to um create you, you'll be able to manipulate the eligibility window so when is a customer going to see that option to initiate a return so that works in its own way to deflect tickets by getting rid of those use cases you know when a customer reaches out you know, let's say 90 days after their ticket, if you're uh, after their order was placed and your policy is 30 days. So the things you'll be able to filter by are either days since delivery or days since order placed and SKUs um, or Shopify tags. So those, um, so those things are pretty powerful, can let you, you know, limit how many customers try to return things that are maybe they were on clearance and you have them tagged as a clearance or that it's an item, you know, a custom item that you don't return. The idea is to um, eventually, yeah, actually, so just as Hannah was saying, 
over time, we would love to integrate this with the return system. It's something we're super passionate about. Like I said, this is V1. Um, this is kind of our first step in that self-service, um, in that self-service push. Um, and over time, building integrations with return systems like Returnly or uh, Magic Returns, all these different platforms, and trying to build that in to really make this chatbot a powerful tool for automation. Because right now, its goal is to essentially make the job as easy as it can be for your agents. But over time, we want it to really function as a you know, ticket deflection tool rather than a ticket simplification tool. Um, and, and there's a great question here, Zach, um, on that from from Yash. In to make it really fully self-service, I think Romain's ears might pick up pick up a little bit with this to add to the product board. Uh, and I see him answering it live. But will there be a an option to select another product for Exchange rather than that? So let's say somebody wants to do the Exchange, can they choose um, a product of similar value? to that and i think that there would be a lot of logistical issues um i think it all it, it all really excites us mm -hmm. um there would obviously be issues like if somebody's returning a 50 dollar item they want a 60 dollar item and you capture payment for that additional 10 dollars or it's mm -hmm. a 40 dollar item and they they um they want that 50 dollars now they have 10 dollars to credit there's a few different um human uh, complexities to that, but I, I just yeah. I love that idea because when I'm returning something, oftentimes I, I don't even care about the money. I just want a product that uh, that works. So I, I I really really like that. And as uh, yeah. Brendan mentioned, will they show up underneath the chat drop down uh, like a Facebook message would come in? Yep. So it'll be coming. Um, it'll behave just like current chat tickets. And there was another great question. Uh, there, um, but can we send notifications to team members once they get assigned a ticket? Essentially, uh, that the person would be alerted that they have a ticket. Uh, yes, and that's already a rule by default in accounts. You can set who that applies to as well. Uh, and then as we grow and our customers grow, their teams have uh, been expanding, we're planning on adding that uh, notification center as well, just like some of your uh, your favorite apps like Asana or, or Notion that we use here at Gorgeous. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, I do really love that idea. And um, I think over time, as we expand, yeah, um, that's something we absolutely will look into. Um, you know, right now we're kind of focusing on case by case basis. That's how we're approaching this. You know, um, how can we automate as many tickets as possible? And right now we're focused on just kind of bare exchange, uh, bare returns. Just you know, I want to return a product. I want credit back. But over time, we're going to continue to expand. Um, we're going to continue to ex kind of expand our. Um, we're going to continue to expand our products and um, the use cases of which we're trying to get. So as we move forwards into exchanges, I think that's a really really cool way that would be super useful. So it's definitely something we're looking to. Um, yeah, uh, so I, that is the tutorial for the chatbot. I think now is a good time maybe to transition into the just raw Q&A. So you guys just keep them coming. Um, any questions you guys have, I would also love to, um, I'd love to hear about um, kind of a, one thing we're working on is this auto merge feature. Um, right now we're limited in our capabilities to merge tickets of the same channel. And I'm curious, 
does that tend to, it does, is, does that really fix, like for those people who have trouble with a lot of tickets coming in from the same, um, coming in from the same customer, um, are they often from the same channel? Is that the primary issue or do we need to start approaching this from a merging tickets of all channels together? That's the key, that's kind of the key question I'd love to get some feedback from you guys on. Old child, says Anna. <laughs> yeah, let, let's hear. Do, do you want to start a call, uh, Zach? Actually, that could be a, a good way to, yeah, to see this idea. Um, in the Maybe. meantime, we have a few questions. Uh, directed at the current user. So, yeah, so Trevor is asking Is there a way to create a view for internal nodes that are directed at the current user? So, um, it's a bit similar to the notification center. Like sometimes you might have uh, internal nodes that are directed to you. And so you want to have some sort of view to, to get the list of them and make sure you handle them. So that's something we are considering. Um, if you are interested, just plus one Trevor's question. So this way we can get an idea of uh, how valuable that is and uh, prioritize accordingly. But uh, definitely plans. The, the only question is when. So if you can tell us more, we'd love to uh, prioritize it. Um, Let's see this one. Any way to know if the customer is still online on the chat? Uh, not right now, but hang tight because we are shipping a new version of the chat uh, end of September uh, that will show if the customer is online. So definitely just give us a month. Uh, have a notification when customers respond to tickets as well would be really nice. That would be added to the notification center. Um, so that's actually a good question. Um, so we try to limit the number of uh, notifications that we send to people. Uh, the reason for it is that we just don't want to um, overflow you. So like right now, the way it works is that it reopens the ticket. So uh, yeah, if you uh, can, uh, yes, Brayden, if you can just uh, mention on the chat like why you would like to have that and not only have the ticket reopened, that'd be great to know. Uh, so that's it. Zach or Lucas, if you want to take any of the questions. Um, so there's one um, in the chat box. The can we are there any plans for the new chat to have it pop up like a a chat would in say Facebook when your messenger pops up or or LinkedIn, so you see that conversation in more in real time rather than the same view um, as an email. So this would be for, for the agent specifically. So do we have any updates to, to the agent interface of, uh, of the chat window? Yeah, so no plans yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's a trade-off, basically. Like either you have um, this approach of saying emails look a certain way, chat looks like uh, the same thing that we have on Facebook and, uh, and, uh, and uh, LinkedIn with a small uh, chat pop-up. Um, so either you have two ways to display, to display things, which can cause some confusion, or you just have one. Uh, right now, we chose to have one. Uh, I know that uh, sometimes it's helpful to have like four minimized chat windows, and so it's faster to jump between those. Um, so yeah, like we, we chose the, the, this route, but uh, we're completely open to uh, exploring the other one. So if you have feedback on like why it's better, like, that we can definitely start from there and then uh, ask other people uh, on this. Uh, Webinar and uh, and also like service some of our customers to see what that's like. Um, I also opened this one. Uh, how can I flag an email so I can answer it later so my colleagues don't close it? Um, hmm. So one thing you can do is snooze it. Another one is assigning to you so it goes out of the queue. Um, oh, seven upvotes. Um, so I can answer it later. 
yeah if you can uh if you can tell me a little more about like why well, you would want to do that and not to say to you hannah had a great uh, a great workaround in the chat uh or not a workaround it's a great way to do it leave an internal note and assign the ticket to yourself so then you see it later so um so that would be adding it to to your queue yeah. and then you have the context of what to to follow up with yeah that, that would be like the gorgeous way of doing it like if we are missing something and uh if you have another use case in mind that doesn't work so well with this like completely open to you uh, discussing it. So many questions. Hard to uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, is there a way we can scroll through tickets with just viewing the ticket itself? Uh, same thing here. Like so. Um, uh, sometimes what you can do on other hard desk is that you hover the ticket on the list and then uh, you see what the ticket looks like and then you jump to the next one. Uh, something that we've done is that there is a navigate ticket view so you can open the first one and then press the next arrow and so you can do next, 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 next to navigate them faster and this way you can take actions. Uh, that's the approach that we took. Uh, the, the reasons are that yeah, you're able to take actions uh, and you have the full context. Uh, that being said, again, like uh, happy to uh, get more feedback on uh, from you guys and see if uh, if it's worth doing another way. Like I see you're typing for one question. Do you wanna put it on stage? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, okay, let's see. So, one sec. So Curtis asked for a live chat. Is there any way to turn it? To the away message during business hours when we do not have an agent available to take on incoming chats. Um, yeah, so um, one thing that a lot of our customers um, will do for um, doing business, like for business hour specific messages, is create a rule. And let me see if I can actually share that rule with you. Um, but essentially what you can do as one of the, um, uh, within our rules section is create rules that are dependent on a business, like within business hours, outside business hours. So um, what you can essentially say is have a, you know, for example, if a customer reaches out during a, um, within business hours, say, have a autoresponder created that will say, you know, if the channel is chat and within business hours, then respond and agent will be with you soon. Or you can say, um, or, and then have another part of that where it says, if the channel is chat and it's outside business hours, say, I apologize, we're outside of our business hours. Um, an agent will be with you, you know, at this time, uh, this time tomorrow. Um, and that way you can use the rules to create an autoresponder rather than using our internal autoresponder, um, which I can share. Let me grab, actually, I can share that rule. Um, let's see. Um, sorry. Yeah, and so that should, um, but that should sort the issue here. Let me throw that together really quick for you guys. Yeah. 
share my screen and just show you what that looks like. Okay. So what you can essentially do is create a rule called chat autoresponder. And now it says if it when a ticket's created, then if the ticket channel is chat, so that's gonna basically say, okay, if this is a chat ticket, then if the message sent during business hours, then you would respond, um, you know, thanks for reaching out. An agent will be with you soon. Soon, and then if and then you create another if statement that would say if the message is outside business hours, then um, you tell then you could insert your you know we're outside of business hours. Please reach out soon or something like that, and that that essentially would solve that issue that you were talking about, which is notifying without getting rid of the chat, notifying them that your chat's out of you're outside of your designated business hours. Oh, uh, let's see. So, Alexandra. Yeah, we have time for one more. Uh, one. Yeah, yeah. One more. But the good news is not to do uh, too much of a spoiler alert. We are going to have another product hand haul in two weeks to to join us there. I also uh, remain. I don't know if you probably don't know this yet, but I'm going to be revamping our podcast just to show a little bit more uh, product knowledge as well. So, if you have any questions after uh, the webinar in the follow-up email uh, that comes to my email, just reply back with those questions so we can start incorporating some of that into our blog, use some GIFs, and really highlight that. Uh, more ways to get functionality out of Gorgeous because as much as we can try to guess what uh, what we can show you, the more that you ask us, the more we can uh, support the community. So we have one uh, time for one more question. Uh, Remainder, Zach, which one, which one do we want to take? Um. I can take this one. Um, yeah, what happened if a customer chats with us, I reply to ours later, the customer replies back, and uh, I'm out, and uh, nobody knows that you're not available. Uh, well, there is something to get that basically put back to you. Um, uh, so what you can do is exactly that, where if you want to create this, um, if you're not, uh, sorry, there's a new message. So <laughs> we have to go. Oh, Roman, your your internet's cutting out a little bit. Um, uh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can take it. So, um, so you're saying so? What happens if a customer chats us? They reply, and then a couple hours later, they reply back. Um, well, so one, what you can do is in your settings and um, gorgeous. I can share my screen. Um, in so one thing you can set as a um, setting is in your ticket assignment settings. Um, you can set this setting called unassigned on reply. So if there's a new reply um, in a ticket from the following channels, which you can set these channels here, um, and the user is not available. So if you're not on Gorgeous in any you know in any site essentially. So what you can do is set your status, for example, as available or unavailable or you've just been inactive on gorgeous you can have the program set to automatically assign that to an agent who is available that way the customer will get um 
that way a customer will get um, access to, they'll, they'll get access to an agent who is available. Um, what you can also do um, is create a rule potentially that you could say, you know, if, um, I guess you can say if. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the, the auto assign is probably going to be uh, yeah. the best workaround. Like the other rule may be tricky. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. I heard, like, Lucas, you had some closing uh, thoughts. I do. So, uh, a couple questions, uh, Dana. It's called, our podcast is called the e commerce swipe file. Really tactical uh, advice uh, and tactics to grow your business, and especially by leveraging uh, customer support. There's a link to it. We're actually going to put the audio replay up on the podcast. So, check your emails for that. And if you see that I sent a quick poll, uh, do you know anyone who could be a gorgeous customer? Uh, we realized that. Uh, there's just so much, so many initiatives to, to bring on a new customer, uh, but it's it's not never a great feeling when you see that somebody else gets something great for joining when you've been a customer for months or even years. So a little thank you to any of our customers who refer us someone. We will give you an iPhone. Um, again, the details uh, where you can submit that are will be in the follow-up email, and I will post a link here in the chat box as well. So I just want to make sure that everyone knows about that. Because if you want an iPhone and you were going to recommend Gorgeous anyway, well, we hope we can make your holiday a little bit earlier just as our way of saying thank you for being a customer. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for joining. Uh, what is the name of the podcast? Um, uh, yeah, like that. yeah, nice. Uh, I just want to stress how cool this is to chat uh, here in this webinar and, uh, and get your feedback that uh, we're building a virtual product. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, Working from my living room, so it's just so yeah. cool to see like uh, seventy of you in front of us, like giving feedback with uh, a good dose of energy for the day. So, really appreciate it again. It is. Thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll see the questions, and if you do have any more questions as well, I'll post the link in um, in the follow-up email as well. But come join our community on Facebook. We're all we're all there, and we see a lot of great experience sharing with uh, with with one another. So thank you so much, Brian. Thank you so much, Raina. Thank you, Angela, Sylvia, Jackie, Cody, Alexandra, Cindy. I, I'm uh, you're going to start playing me me off here with the, with the music. So thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye bye. Bye, guys. bye everyone.